Welcome to week 18 of a trucking life of a trucker. Truck on, motherfucker. That's a lot better than a, than an intro song, right? At least I'm not singing, serenading to everybody. I think that's that's a better way of introducing the podcast. Till the day I can actually make music again and actually use my laptop. No, quick update. By the time I ever do get some internet on that thing, that thing's going to be so behind on updates, it's not even going to be funny. And, by the, you know, and I've had moments where I really want to use it. So I'll get those updates done and probably do more updates. And after that, I'm locking it. There's got to be an option in there. So it does no more updating until I tell it to. Who knows, I'll probably never update it again. I mean, it's not like I'm too worried about it. I just need it to function. I don't need to get... When you live this lifestyle and you're Wi-Fi to Wi-Fi, you're going to end up in a situation where you don't have time to sit there and wait for a computer to download updates for hours and hours and hours. And now it's probably going to be worse. It's going to be a whole day project getting that thing running. I just don't want to waste my waste my home time doing it. You know what I mean? I should, like, let somebody else do it or leave it at home. Tell the wife... Yeah, it's probably what I should do. Only problem is, no Wi-Fi there either. <sighs> one of these days, one of these days, one of these days. I'm just using my phone for now, and it's it's getting the job done. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm getting, getting used to using it, so it's getting the job done. It's getting the job done. Okay, so what day? So it's July, not June, 15th, 2019. Did I get the date right this time? I hope I got the date right this time. I'm confusing myself. I don't even know what date I am anymore. So, got through my 34. Let my new fleet manager, this is now, you know, first day dealing with the new fleet manager. Let him know, hey, wait for the 34 to, to burn up. And I'm going to get over to let's go, Bedford Park, Illinois. Bedford, Bedford. Bedford? Bedford. It's like a bed and a Ford truck all at one. It should be the bed of a Ford truck. Maybe that's what this place means. Yeah, I think I just now figured it out. Yeah. I had to be there originally at 7. 7 a.m. However, I let them know it's going to be about 10. And that's depending on Chicago traffic. Luckily, with Chicago traffic, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad at all. Uh, they they got me unloaded in a pretty decent time, about an hour. And then I had to head over to. Notes are all screwed up. Notes are all screwed up. To Des Plaines, Illinois, to go pick up another load. Now here's the problem: the traffic situation. We're at that magical hour where getting. I only had to go about twenty. Three miles. However, this 23 miles took me an hour and a half. Yeah, go figure, right? An hour and a half. And I was supposed to be picking this one up, yeah, at 1300. So, of course, now I'm late. Yep, here we go. This is what I call the chain of lateness. Usually starts off this way. And it's usually Chicago that always, always starts this mess. Yeah. Although it's not going very far, 
going up to Green Bay. Got to be up there by 1900. Okay, well, that's that's pretty easy. Four hours there, but oh, no, I still got to get out of Chicago too, right? And then I got Milwaukee to deal with on the other end. Oh, my God. This is going to be a long day to go 200 miles, man. Oh, one of those, yeah, one of those. And on top of it, now that I'm late, fleet manager sends me a message. Why late? I just, I just didn't even respond. I just left it at that. I'm like, whatever. Maybe you don't know what area I'm in. I don't know. So I'm like, okay, new fleet manager. This is going to be fun, I can see already. Bugging me why I'm late while I'm in downtown Well, not really downtown Chicago, but in the Chicago area with traffic at this time of day. Do I need to say no more? Do I need to say no more? And what's really weird... When I left this, you know, this this pickup, to save on toll, they wanted me to go 94. But however, to get back on 94, I would have to go on I-90, which is a toll road anyways, right? Take I-90, and how it was routed, into downtown Chicago. Then, you know, basically go up, do kind of like a U-turn thing, I guess, on some overpass. I didn't really look into it too far, but, and then go and take I-94 out. And here, where I'm leaving this customer, I'm right by 294. I made that judgment call. I took 294. And uh, as I as I got past that, and that phone was ringing, fleet manager's trying to call me, and I'm guessing I know why, but already the load's going to be late. The load's going to be late about an hour now. You know, you're wondering why I'm late to Chicago, and then get weird routing like that. You know, I could have been there for another three hours just to get... Oh, that would have been insane. I couldn't imagine how much of a mess that would have been. No, thank you. Sometimes you guys got to... I know it's bad. They don't really want us taking toll roads. But, however, I'm taking a toll road to go into downtown Chicago just to get out of it on 90... Uh, No. (laughs) No. That's one of those moments where you say, Okay, this is beyond the ridiculous factor. You know, I've got to get this load there on time. It's an appointment. Let me get it up there. Yeah, let me get it up there. Well, appointment, I thought. Turns out, this is one of those places where, yes, it's another first-come, first-serve situation. However, I get there, I have an hour left on my clock. And it's one of those places where you have to deal with uh, the stupid lumper humpers. That's what I call them. I call them lumper humpers. And in this place, they want you to drop the trailer in the dock and then um, bobtail and sit somewhere. However, you're not allowed to do overnight parking. So I went in there and asked him, I said, hey, I only have an hour left on the clock. Would it be cool if I just leave the trailer here, pick it up in the morning, and I'll go to the truck stop? They, they said that was all right. They're like, go ahead, drop that bitch, you can go. I'm like, yeah, now this is a cool dude, sweet. Drop that bitch. I can bobtail it over to the truck stop and have a good, good meal. Well, actually, I had a burger there, I think. I had a burger called the Blue Burger. It wasn't a bad burger. I don't know why they call it a Blue Burger, but it was good. It had bacon on it. <laughs> and then there at the... It had like a dinner bar in this restaurant. I met this guy who was kind of in a... Not an RV situation, but he says, Yeah, I live in my truck. He does local work, though. He does um, dump truck kind of stuff. 
He's like, yeah, I live in my truck, and I just hang out at this uh, truck stop every night, get dinner here, watch TV. He was very friendly, really cool. He definitely knew the waitresses very well. He, you know, he's hitting on them, leaving them tips and money, and I don't know if it gets them anything out of those girls, but they were, you know, they were some beautiful, um, <clears throat> pretty uh, Mexican girls. Oh, senorita. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, okay. Stop thinking about girls. Stop thinking about girls. You don't need to be thinking about girls. So, went back to the truck. Got some good old shutty eye. Some shutty eye for the night. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I did that day. And if you can't tell, yes, I'm doing this a few days late because the last few nights in the truck, I've just been really, really tired. I just ended the day. And I went to sleep right away, and I and I just I just did that. And just, screw it, you know. I actually find out that it's much easier getting up in the morning when you don't have to fight the alarm clock. And I was like, well, no, I'll record the podcast in the morning. Well, it doesn't work that way with me because when I wake up, I'm a I like to, especially if I got the time available, I'm a slow waker. You know, I'm gonna have my coffee, have a smoke, you know, eat some breakfast. I don't mind that. I actually prefer that. It's getting ready at a much slower rate. I need a drink of water there. Ooh, it's hot. And that's on top of it, too, because I have to turn off the the air conditioning and the bunk AC, you know, so it's not too noisy in here while I record. So I'm making myself suffer tonight. Yeah. That's, that was it for that day. Nothing too exciting. Just that, uh, gotta get that trailer in the morning and let the fun begin as we get to know the new fleet manager. I changed position on the bed just for you, baby. I know, baby, that uh, I haven't been giving you the loving that you've been wanting. But you want more loving as I lay here in my bunk sleeper bed. My beautiful little lot lizard, come here, you little crack whore. Yeah. No. Not happening. You're not getting that episode, and you never will. I did say I might interview one, but I'm uh, no, no. You're not getting the episode called "I Fucked a Lot Lizard." <laughs> do I dare? Do I dare name this episode "I Fucked a Lot Lizard"? Now that's now. If anything is clickbait, that is ultimate, ultimate clickbait right there, right? (laughs) Update July 16th, 2019. My late, my late, late day. Of course, I get up and bobtail on over to uh, the customer to go pick up my now should-be empty trailer. I get there, 
And I said, where's my trailer? Oh, it's in the lot over there. Where's my paperwork? Because I need a lumber receipt. You know, I need to make sure I have that to submit that lumber receipt. Lumber, 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 lumber receipt. I just cannot say that word today. I'm like, oh, it'll be in the back of the trailer. Okay, cool. So I hunt around for about 10 minutes for the trailer. Finally find the trailer. And what do I what do I see in the back of the trailer? Is there paperwork? Yeah, the paperwork's there. But it's inside of a case of tuna that they're claiming is damaged. Well, the damage was a couple of cans were dented, which I have a feeling it had nothing to do with how it was loaded or the people loading it. It's those damn lumpers because it seems like every time I have damaged product, it's by the lumpers. And I know that's how the stuff gets damaged. It gets damaged in the unload process. I know it. <sighs> so now I've got to call OSD, you know, overshorts and damages. OSD. How do you say it? So I can report this. So I can continue on with my day. As this is happening, of course, the new fleet managers ringing up my phone saying, "Hey, are you going to uh, make your 8 a.m. appointment?" Well, it's 7:30 now. I have about 30 minutes. About uh, the GPS says about 20 some minutes of drive time to get there. But realistically, I'm going to say 30 to be on the safe side. Now I got to this. Oh. I explained to him, yeah, I got this, uh, this damage. Well, you didn't damage it. I'm thinking, really? No, it's not their fault. I'll deal with it with... Ah, deal with that with safety, you know? So I'm like, all right, fine, then I will deal with this when I'm at the, at the dock at the next customer. So I'm like, okay, I'm already thinking in my head. Oh, man. Lead manager drive me nuts already. Calling me already. So I get to the customer. And I go... I get there. Yeah, I get there. About 8. 8.30. That's how, how nice the traffic was in dealing with this trailer. And re-picking it up. So that set me back. Got to... I wouldn't be the set back if I didn't get screwed over in Chicago, right? Right? And that's how I look at it anyways. Will I ever get caught up? I don't know. I usually do. I always do. I just need a good load, like a drop and hook or something with the with the window customer that allows me to get back on track. That's what I need. So I get to the next customer and I get to my. They give me a assign me a dock door. Okay, go to door seventeen. All right, cool. And this place is so freaking tight. There's trailers coming at you from both sides, and you're zigzagging through this. Lots and my my dock's all the way at the end, so I get to the dock, and there's a truck in there. I'm like, oh, how long have you been here? Oh, I've been here since eight. Well, okay, so we know we know who uh, who stole my stole my appointment, so that explains why you're sitting here. Now I've got to wait for him to get out of the dock, so I can get into the dock. So I'm 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 now at the, in the dock, 9 a.m. Okay, sitting there. Now we're behind now. I'm behind the whole schedule. And I know this is probably going to follow me all the way into delivery to tomorrow. Although I came up with a clever idea this evening. 
and you're going to like it. You're going to like it a lot. So I'm sitting in the dock getting loaded. Fleet manager sends me a message on the computer. Call me. Okay, okay. Already I'm like, really? Because my old fleet manager, all I had to do was send a message saying, hey, this is the ETA, or hey, this is what's delaying me, this is going on, and we move on with our life. So there was very, very little confu you know, confusion, communication, and whatnot. So th this is already, I'm like, okay, we're in day two of the new, new fleet manager. This is, this is already off, our relationship's off to a good start right now. Off to a good start. That's why I like I like running the nights. I, I've got the I've got the night people really figured out. I've got I, I know how to use them and abuse them and bend them to my will. Well, not really. <laughs> They're a lot easier going and more fun. So finally, I get to get loaded, get out of there, and while I'm sitting at the dock, also I'm trying to report this damaged tuna because I'm something gonna. This is one of those ones I'm like, I hope I get, I get to keep, we get to dispose of it, which means I can keep it. Because I can make some tuna. Oh, there's going to be so much stuff I can make out of this tuna. I'm going to be sick of tuna after a few weeks. I'm going to be so sick of tuna. Uh, that was his last famous words after he married that bitch. Did that joke work? Yes? No? Maybe so? Hey... I should I should just name the podcast The Trucker with Bad Jokes. He tries, but never succeeds at his bad jokes. I never said I would try, but okay. <sighs> but anyways, this load's going all the way to Willard, Ohio. Due at 9 a.m. in the morning. I already know I'm not going to get it there on time. However, this is the customer... Who I've been to at least probably about fourth time. This is the one where the very first time where I had the 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 rock story back when I was uh the yeah that was my first week. Wow, no oh, yeah. first weeks first week by myself. Yeah, wow, that, that just brings back memories. However, after like the third load, I've learned uh, a different route that has real easy turns and less towns to go through. So basically, I stick to U.S. 30 until I get to Ohio 4, go north on Ohio 4, and then over to Willard. I can't remember. It's 223 or something like that. I just can't remember. It's 212, 294, 212. Yeah, something like that. Kind of funny because I'm looking at a I'm looking at a previous, my, my poor notebook that they give you. I'm actually just trying to max out every page as possible before I get done using it and using the blank pages and I'm still using it after this long. I want to see how many months it takes me to actually max out this little notebook they gave me before I either I'll probably get my own next time because now I've, I've learned what what information I write down in the notebook before I wrote down way too much information never used it so I just now put the information on there that I do use and it makes sense to me. That's how it works. Uh, and of course, uh, I hit Chicago, coming south from Green Bay, at that beautiful, lovely hour. Now, here's something. It's an idea that I had. And it, I don't know if it's considered good pre, 
pre-trip planning or something that could screw you later in the week. Now to get this out there on time, if I wanted to get this load there on time, what I should have done is gotten close to Chicago as I could, then taken my 10 and then went through Chicago very early in the morning, you know, in the early a.m., just so I can drive right through there so I didn't have to spend the two out two and a half hours that I did spend today. Because now I figured out a way to turn two hours behind into one hour behind. After I had this thought afterwards. Right? And then I could have called that flea manager and said, hey, if I want to get this there on appointment time, this is what I got to do. The only way I could pull it off and get through Chicago without wasting a bunch of time and delaying myself. So I had a fuel stop in Plymouth, Indiana on US 30. Although I had to take a 30 minute break at some point in time because my eight hours, but that would only give me like two and a half hours of drive time, right? After I took the 30. Although I didn't make it to the fuel stop. I actually made it 10 miles away from it at another marathon truck stop. I made it here, 10 miles short of making it to my fuel stop. I have to do a 30. But as before, as I was as I was driving towards here, I started to think, it's like, well, if I do this fuel stop, I really don't need the fuel. I can catch it on the next one or when I go through Gary next time and fuel up the truck that way. That That's probably going to take... We'll just say a max of 30 minutes if I have to wait in a truck line. There's 30 minutes or so. We're just going to say it's about 30 minutes on the safe side right there. Then there's 30 minutes of my break that I have to take in order to start driving the last two and a half hours of drive time I have. However, this is going to make that an hour extra into tomorrow. So I made the executive decision that since I'm here, don't take the 30 post-trip, and the day. That's right. And then tomorrow, skip the fuel stop. Yep, skip that fuel stop. Just go straight on in, and I can make it there around 10. It'll be an hour late instead of two hours late, but that's my strategy. Right now to kind of make this situation a little bit better. We'll see how that affects me tomorrow, if it screws me. However... This marathon, oh my god, I got some food and some ice cream, and it was so good. Oh, it was Salisbury steak, mashed potatoes, and green beans, basically just shoved all together in a in a in a carton. It was like a to-go carton, and it was only six bucks, six bucks, and it filled me up. Oh yeah. Hmm. What's neat is there's this nice little forest, but I don't know if I can go walk in there. Thought about walking and doing the. I haven't done a nature walk in one in a while. But then it's you know thunder, thunderstorms, and I don't really know what that what's in that property or in that forest. So I'm just gonna stay in the truck, get some sleep, and get up early in the morning. Yeah, I'll be able to get going at 4 a.m. in the morning. I actually get an earlier start, which is nice. I like the earlier starts better. Maybe see if I can sneak in a couple more hours. But by then, the week's going to be over, and uh, hopefully 
after I do a 34, I can get started. I don't know. I never know how these things are going to go. And now the new new fleet manager that's sniffing up my asshole. I don't know what's going to happen. Kind of annoyed. You know what I mean? I'm annoyed. I'm frustrated. I don't like to be running late. And, and I don't let that push me and make me in a hurry and change my driving style. I'm just going to continue the drive the way I drive. You know, I'm not going to let the, let the, like they said, don't let the clock push you and do you dumb things. Right? Like go through construction zone. <laughs> oh my god, that was stupid last week. Listen, to, read the signs. Or, and if you do read them, heed the warning, pay attention to them. Don't ignore them. Alright, well that's uh, all I got for today. All the excitement there. Okay, I'll see how tomorrow goes, and we'll update you and let you know what kind of craziness goes on, because I don't even know anymore. See how many phone calls I get. <laughs> Especially when I'm going to go off route. Oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs>2019. Today is National Hot Dog Day. And how do I know that? They've been talking about it on the radio. My phone tells me that Loves is giving away free hot dogs, and I didn't end up at a Loves, so I didn't get no fucking free hot dog today. And after today, I wish I would have taken the free hot dog because uh, dinner tonight was uh, very, very interesting. And I'll, I'll, I'll get, of course, say, get into it a little bit, and I'll probably forget, right? Yeah. I'm sure I've done that before, right? Well, got up, got up a little bit early. Enough time to make sure when that clock ticked over, get on that pre-trip and get on the road and get moving as soon as possible. So I'm one hour, you know, one hour behind. But I knew at this hour that I was going to deal with the night folks. So I go ahead and told them the new, the new ETA of 10 a.m. And they went ahead and updated my... My workflow, that was nice of them. But it gets funny. It gets funny later on. <laughs> I think you already know where this is going, right? So I know I'm already an hour late, hour behind schedule. Luckily, the smooth with, no, the drive was smooth. Did get slowed down by a little bit of a hard rain and in Ohio. It poured, and it was starting to flood. Those fields were flooding. There's parts of the roads that were getting a little covered with water it was it was kind of freaky it was really coming down we're talking downpour get your dick wet kind of rain yep there we go there's my bad joke for the segment there's my bad joke i get there and surprisingly i was the uh only load expected today only load so that actually made it a lot easier. He said, yeah, you're an hour late, but luckily, you're only load today, so you don't have to wait for a dock. I was like, sweet. I get in the dock. Of course, it just rolls of paper, and they unload me in about 15 minutes. They're done unloading me. Not even enough time to take a 30 there, right? But it just worked out. So now, I'm actually getting ahead now. I'm getting ahead. 
getting there. I'm actually right on time and right on schedule right now. Because uh, the load I picked up, I had to run up to Stevens Point. No, that's where it's going. Uh, Bellevue, Ohio. And I had to be there at 10.55. I got there at 11.05. So 10 minutes. So from being an hour behind, now I'm 10 minutes behind. But however, that really, that's not, that was just an ETA. Uh, but it was an open window one. I could have been there at any time during that day, during their, their business hours. Of course, they get in me in there. I'm not even there for about an hour getting loaded up. I even tried to finish up my paperwork I'm, I was a bit behind on and barely got that done. And they're all right, all right, time to get you out of here. Looked at my clock, said, all right, there's uh, there's perfectly enough time, uh, traffic willing, to get to Gary because now Gary has become my new fuel stop because I didn't take the fuel stop this morning because I skipped that one. And uh, so now I get to be in Gary for the night. Don't know if I'll see the wife because I'm just going to go early in the morning. Well, I'm not because I'm already here. Yeah. Ended up doing some extra things because I had to get caught up on some stuff. It's due in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. As again, it's just open window, drop and hook. The ETA the computer came up with was 8.50 in the morning. Now, where I'm sitting right now, I can get there about 8.30. Like I said, traffic willing. And what's neat now, unlike like what I discussed yesterday, I'm stopping before entering Chicago. Because when I got here, of course, the traffic was just starting to get real, real nasty. Gary is kind of like the entry point for, you know, going into the Chicago traffic. You kind of know what you're getting into right then and there. And it was already starting to get back just about the time I got to the exit at 912. Um, Indiana, no, yeah, Indiana 912. That's when I just barely getting off the exit. Traffic was starting to get backed up and slowed down. So stopping here was a good thing because now I can start in the morning at 2:30 a.m. Right, 2:30 a.m. or 20, 2:30. See, in a previous episode, I bitched about the a.m.p.m. thing, and now I'm doing it. Is it just is it embraced in my brain? Am I just is this is this how it is now? Yeah, I guess it is. Oh, and one of my notes here. It was really sad. Uh, just before I was getting here to Gary, you know they they have these boards that say um, what traffic's going to be like up ahead. Then I look at the board and it says uh, disabled vehicle, 1.5 miles away. So I get up there as we get up there. They have a police officer and another truck with an arrow telling us, you know, to move over and get over to the to the left lane. So we move over to the left lane, and then what do I see there? With the cones out and the lights and the reflectors, and I'm like, and the triangles, is one of our boys. It was a rail truck. All by him lonesome over there. Part of me is like, oh man, I wish I could help. But I guess if I'm not told to but you know that part of me is like what if there's something I can do although it'd probably be in the way I mean if if, if the person didn't already have help there I'd probably at least stop by and make sure they're all right you know that's the first time I've seen uh, one of our own on the side of the road it looks like they, they were already getting help they had uh, police there and everything ready to go and 
you know, at least helping avoid uh, probably waiting for a tow to come get the truck. I'm not sure what was going, how they fixed this rate or what happened. Was the truck involved in an accident? Did the truck just break down? I don't know. Cause there was, I didn't see another vehicle there, so I doubt it was an accident. Could have been a, and it was really a hot day, 95 degrees. So who knows? It could have just been because it's too hot. The truck couldn't take it. You know, internationals. You know, you know how they are. Taking the abuse, you know, sort of like I, I, in the in the coolness of spring, I got this truck cooking really good and shooting coolant everywhere. Was that my first week or second week? I think it was my second week. I don't remember. It's getting really hard to tell. I mean, I'm losing track of the numbers now. I have to write them down and leave them in the description of the podcast so I remember what week number I'm on. Because I'm trying to keep track so I can try to do something special for. Uh, week 25 episode I got some ideas brewing in my head it's just how I'm going to pull it off I'm not quite sure yet uh, I'll probably be doing some testing and some episodes here in the future to kind of see if that's going to work if that's going to work and I don't want to say anything just in case I change my mind and do something else you know don't want to jizz all over the place and have to clean it up later kind of a thing so yeah, I'm sitting in a good place here at Gary. So now I can just ride through Chicago in the early morning. And that should get me through the highest traffic areas and then head up to this uh, Stevens Point, Wisconsin, which is actually way up there in Wisconsin. About almost 300 miles away. So I'm able to do that pretty much in pretty much in one run. Got a 30-minute break if I want to take it in there and still arrive there by the computer-generated time. And that's the goal is to get there by the computer-generated time, so I stay on track. Oh, 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 yeah, and this morning, of course, my fleet manager did call my phone just about the time I was going off-route to go in my other direction. Of course, I'm driving. I'm not going to answer. Although, after that, I haven't heard a word. The bird hasn't spoken a word yet. So, after, I guess after yesterday, I kind of needed that because I felt the little a little pestered yesterday you know what i mean but like i said still still feeling up the uh new fleet manager's balls seeing how he likes to be played with and all that fun stuff so tonight i drove over to cracker barrel to get some dinner i wanted some of their fried chicken so when i get there i had to wait to be seated then i had to wait to get my drink oh the waiting was horrible I've never seen a restaurant so slow, and this guy was just horribly slow. And after like a half an hour, he finally comes to my table and says, Oh, your dinner should be ready by now. I better go check and see if they have it. All right, so 10 minutes later, he shows up with my meal and says, Well, they don't have the corn um, on the cob that you wanted. Can I just give you corn in a bowl? And at this point, I'm like, Sure, yeah. Give me a refill on my drink, please. Okay, thank you. Finally, I finish my meal. I'm ready to go. Normally by now, you, at a restaurant, your check's at the table. So finally I, I go up to the lady at the where you pay, and I'm like, I haven't received my check yet. Um, can I get it? Yeah, she says, all right, we'll try to get it for you. And I just said, well, I'm going to go to the restroom real quick. And I'll wash my hand. I just had fried chicken. I want to clean off my hands, you know? I want to get the greasiness off there because I'm feeling a little greasy. I get back to, I start heading back to my table and the waiter is like, oh, thank God, I thought I had a walkout. I'm 
thinking, you know, I probably should because you're taking forever here. And he says, I'll get your check. I'll get your check. So 10 minutes go by. I'm not kidding you. Another 10 minutes. He finally comes back and says, I'm getting your check. Just hold on. I'm getting your check. Okay, okay. Wait another five minutes. At this point, I'm seriously at the point where I'm getting up out of my chair. And I'm like, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to go. I've got to go. You know, you're wasting my time. I've got to go. You know, wasting my 10-hour break. i got to go. Of course, that's when he finally hands me my check. So I go up to the, the counter to go pay for it. And the lady says, he hands the thing back to me and says, you want to enter your tip here? I said, nope, no tip. This was the slowest service I have ever had at a sit-down restaurant ever. It was just too slow, especially when I wanted to go. I wanted to get out of there, you know. And you spend waste 15 minutes of my life, you know, and I'm ready to leave. I'm ready to pay. I'm ready to leave. That was the one. I said, no, no tip. And then the lady at the counter says, you know, I completely understand. And that's when I made sure I said, okay, make sure I get a receipt. Oh, well, we don't have any weird charges. Someone's dropping a trailer next to me. They're dropping that bitch on the asphalt. Why do they always do that? There's even a sign there that says, do not drop trailer on asphalt. That's what the gravel that's what the gravel section's for. Ah. I do that a lot. I go, ah, don't I? You know, it's kinda of funny when I listen back to these podcasts, I, I, I notice all the little quirks that I do. Some people may not notice them, some might, but maybe it's because it's me and I'm listening to myself, I'm more judgmental. If that makes sense. So cool. Cool. Let's get her going tomorrow. Let's get this uh, get this timing on, uh, back on track. And we'll see what uh, Mr. New Fleet Manager does tomorrow. Yeah. I was a little disappointed today. I was going to I was kind of hoping to have a story. <laughs> Be like he called me 15 times today. I mean, it's like almost to the point now things are still pretty much going smoothly so I'm now looking for drama. Oh, I might have to go through the Facebook group. I just have I've been thinking about it too. Starting a segment calling browsing our Facebook group and just picking someone's random oh there's there's so much entertainment in that itself. I actually find myself going to the group at the end of the day and just reading what's going on in there because it's entertainment. It's pure pure entertainment. Okay. Well, I'm going to wrap that up here. I always say that, and then I say something else, and then I continue on. But I'm seriously. We'll check in with you guys tomorrow. And uh, remember, if your service is slow at a restaurant, fuck the tip. Fuck them. That son of a bitch got no tip tonight. You know what? That made me feel good. Today is June, I mean, July 18th, 2019. Am I ever, ever, ever going to get my dates right? Am I really this confused on what month it is this month? No, it is July. July, the firework, the, you know, the, hot, the hot summer. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. On the way to Stevens Point, Wisconsin. And boy, I learned today why it is so important to go slow in a construction zone. 
which I was, I was, I was going slow, but you know, you always got those people pushing behind you. So I'm on I-94, and there's this little section where it's down to one lane, kind of a past the northern end of Chicago, before it joins with uh, uh, 294, back to it, I guess you would say, or 294 joins 94. Yeah, that, that's the proper way to say it. And I actually kind of saw this guy's truck blinking in the other lane where the work was happening. And I kind of slowed it down. I got down to about 35. And he's trying to adjust a cone from inside of his truck, you know, through, through his through his window. It's, you know, doesn't, maybe just didn't want to get out and move the cone that way. Anyways, he picks up the cone to try to move it. And then he drops it. He drops that sucker right into my lane. I thought I was going to whack this thing or, or slow down, but luckily I had enough room to get by it and squeeze between the side of the road and, well, what do you call those things? Uh, cement sides? I don't know. Cement sides. That's what, that's what I'm going to call it. The cement side. And grazed, grazed that beautiful cone. Now, if I would have been flying through there, for one, he probably would have dropped it right in front of me. Well, basically he did. But I wouldn't have had the reaction time to get out of the way. So, for those of you who enjoy speeding as fast as you can through a construction zone, just realize, what if that, what if that wasn't a cone? What if that was a person? You know? But yeah, that definitely uh, surprised me there. Woke me up, I guess you would say, because it was in the you know middle of the night. They were doing night construction. They were doing their night construction. And then when I got up to Stevens Point, this was a different kind of check-in. I got to the place where I thought I was going to be unloading, but actually that was just where I checked in. And then I had to drive another, I'd say about a mile, to the actual warehouse, where I thought I was going to drop and hook. And it became a live load. Oh, lovely jubbly. A live load. I just love it when a drop and hook turns into a live load. Or the opposite way around. Oh. So that, that, I mean, it wasn't bad. It was actually a very, very quick live unload. So I have no, no complaint there. And then I had to head over to Marshfield. Marshfield to pick up a load that's going back to Grand Rapids. Oh my goodness. Grand Rapids is going to be a very popular place here in the future. Yeah, feels like a, yeah, second time there? Come on. Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids, what can I say? So I got to the, the customer there in Marshfield. And uh, last time I was there, it was a drop and hook that turned into a live load. So I was already expecting that to happen, but I got there, and it was actually a drop and hook. I was so happy. You put a big old smile on my face. And then the best part happened when I was checking in. For some reason, when I was at the previous customer, I let my fleet manager know, hey, this is no longer a drop and hook, this is a live load. So I needed my workflow. This is where I think I can officially confirm that my new fleet manager is actually new. 
I mean, like, new at his job, figuring it out, learning the, learning the ropes, that kind of thing. Because he couldn't figure out how to get that workflow updated. He said he fixed it, but it never fixed it on my end. It was stuck as being alive as a, as a dropping hook. And I can't do that because once I, it wants me to drop the trailer and I can't pick it for the empty, I can't pick the same trailer. So it just, it would, would have been turned into a huge mess anyways. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and go to Marshfield and hopefully he'll figure it all out. So I get to Marshfield, still workflows all screwed up in the computer and I'm, I need my pickup number for this guard lady at the guard shack. Now I go ahead and uh, give him a call. And all we wanted to do was get that pickup number. And we must have spent about, I don't know, a good 10 to 15 minutes on the phone um, trying to figure out this number because he was trying to fix the, the workflow because it was such a mess. And he's like playing around the computer, couldn't get it to work. And so a lot of it was just sitting there waiting for him to type on the computer to do things. And then this lady at the guard shack, she just out of nowhere just starts laughing, laughing. And I'm like, oh, no. I mean, I'm trying to hold it myself because I, I'm, I'm finding the situation kind of comical. It's like, I just need that number. You know, I'm, I'm doing the I'm doing the thing on the in, in the guard shack. I'm pretending I'm banging my head against the desk, you know. And she's just getting a kick out of it. And she's like, I'm glad I don't have your job. Okay, well, I, I, then that's when I realized after that call, I'm like, okay, so he's still figuring out all this out. He's new. He's figuring it out. So that's when it's like, okay, now, now I kind of got an understanding about my fleet manager now. I know that he is uh, kind of like, I don't know, he's probably already trained, just, just trying to figure out the, the computer system and how all that works. But it just made my day. It's like, okay. At least now, I, I guess I gotta go, go soft on the fleet manager and let him let him learn this. He's just, you know, just the way it is, just the way it is. So got out of, got out of good old uh, Marshfield. Gave me an idea where. I had to take my strategy again for ending the day sooner. Now, on my clock, I had enough time to just say, make it to the Gary Terminal, which that would have been great and all, but however, I would have to go through Milwaukee and, uh, yeah, Chicago during rush hour traffic. I knew it wasn't going to happen. So, I stopped before... Milwaukee, just before Milwaukee, to take a break. Ended it about an hour and a half sooner for the day, but it's gonna make uh, make for tomorrow a lot more easier because now I can start in the middle of the night, about 2 a.m. in the morning, and get through the two big cities before uh, while they're while they're not so busy. There is that what I'm trying to say? While they're not too busy. Man, I'm all over the place. I don't know where I'm going. <sighs> but yeah, I guess I gotta kind of embrace this new strategy. It makes pre-planning a little better on how to deal with shit cargo. Yeah, that's what I'm calling it. Yeah, shit cargo. I'm sorry. If you're from Chicago, I c I'm sorry. You, your city is beautiful. 
Yeah, even though even though there's you know people shoot each other and who knows what goes on there. I don't even know what goes on in there. I don't listen to the news much. Okay, well, that's all of it for today, and we will continue this in tomorrow's super exciting episode. Or, no, segment, not episode, segment. I'm going to bed. I need to go to sleep. You all have a, have a wonderful day now. Today is August 19th, 2019. No, I'm not confused about the date. I just wanted to be funny. Did it work? Yeah. We'll see how many times in the month of July, I called it June, right? Play, play a drinking game with that, okay? If, you, if you're not driving. If you're not driving, play a drinking game. Whenever I call July, June, you got to take a shot or chug an entire beer. That's what you got to do. Oh, what can I say? Um, originally, I didn't mention this in yesterday's segment, I don't think. I wanted to stop after Milwaukee, but I am so happy. I am so happy I didn't do that. You want to know why? I started to go through Milwaukee, and there was this really fucked detour that they had going on. So just about... Just before you get out of Milwaukee, they decide to give this really screwy, screwy detour. Because they shut down all four lanes. And they were basically having you get off the interstate and then go through the city. Mm-hmm. Well, not the, the downtown or anything. It's like the southern portion of it. It was pretty, pretty good driving. However, the detour signs were completely wrong. It says detour back to 94. So I head back, try to go there, and I look, oh, the on-ramps blocked off. Okay, um, now, there's no, there, now there's no detour signs telling me what's going on or how it's going to happen. So I continue on until I can get to the next, and basically my GVS, you know, it's just rerouting at this point, trying to get me back onto the interstate. So I get to the next point. Again, on-ramp is blocked off. So it was almost, I'll say about Oak Creek before I could get back onto I-94. That was not fun. That was screwy. The detour signs that took you through were completely wrong. They should have went a little further down. I, oh, I, I, and, you know, it's funny. I wasn't the only one. Everyone was kind of doing this weird zigzag around uh, the exits down as you went went down south because they just weren't they weren't correct. This must have been a temporary setup, but the sign says they were starting it, uh, yeah, Thursday, Thursday night, yeah, Thursday. And yeah, that would have been a that would have been a mess if if, if they it didn't have a time on there. But if they started that when I was trying to go through there, oh man, I would have been sorry about that. Yeah, but still, that was a really, really, really screwy detour. Headed on over to Gary. Had a fuel stop at the terminal. Got that done real quick. Time doing well on my time. I'm actually an hour ahead of time. And then I got to Grand Rapids and I pulled a dirty one. I don't know if you'd call it a dirty one, but I, it's what I did, I guess. So I get to the customer. 
I'm an hour before my appointment. I go, I go, go ahead and see if I can check in. All right, all right, here you go. Get in the dock. I'm like, sweet. And as I'm getting in the dock, another truck pulls in there. It's the guy who was late for his appointment. I took that motherfucker's appointment. Damn straight. So he had to sit there and wait while I got unloaded. I felt really, really dirty. No, I didn't. I actually felt good because I've seen it happen the other way around when I'm late. It's really nice to uh, take advantage of that when you're the one doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good old Grand Rapids. Now I've got to go pick up a load on the other side of town. Well, I've already done it. The way I phrased that? Okay, whatever. I picked up another load on the other end of town. I had a schedule again. And guess where it's going? Back it's going to Gary. Yay. And if I got enough I got just enough time on my clock to make it, including the forty five minutes for the last Forty five? Whatever. Whatever. Why am I why am I telling this story like it hasn't happened yet? That's really weird. Um <laughs> it's all in the suspense, man. So I get get to the next loaded and I look at my, my clock, I'm like, okay, well I got my forty five minutes extra for getting into Gary. So I'm driving on down to Gary. Of course there's construction, hit a little um traffic in the construction area because it was really congested. Not fun. Not fun at all. And then I head on down to uh, where, you know, I want to say right about where, you know, Portage is. And, of course, I hit the traffic there, and I have exactly 45 minutes on the clock. 45 minutes. I got 45 minutes. I'm like, I can do this. Oh, that traffic moves so slow. I could have taken my other detour and kept moving, but I figured I'd just stick to this one. I, maybe I'll get there sooner. Maybe we'll get lucky and I'll loosen up. Oh, my God. I got to the terminal with one minute on the clock. Still had some 14, so, of course, pop that bait 14 right in there because I'm supposed to be dropping and hooking. Get that on drop and hook mode and get that clock paused. I was like, oh, boy. Although, if we had the, the newer system that they're going to be installing later on in the year... That's not going to be a fun situation because then I would still have to move. So I might have to start giving myself an hour, make sure I have an extra hour when going back to Gary. Because, like I said, it's all, that, that last nine miles takes 45 minutes to an hour. 45 minutes to an hour. BS. I'm thinking, well, what's nice about this, I get an early Friday. I'm going to, you know have two nights uh, with the wife this weekend because it's been a while since I've gotten there on a Friday night and then I get ready to park my truck and then here comes two, not just one two pre-plans yes really what's, what's going on here what's going on here did that make me a very happy, happy camper? No. Although it was for two local loads to be delivered, and one to be delivered, one to be picked up for Saturday. However, that's, let's see, I have about, yeah, 13 hours before 
I got to go and take these things tomorrow. So I'm really, really excited about that. So at least I do get to go home tonight. I do get to go home tonight. I just can't get, you know, uh, shit-faced or anything like that. But I'll, I'll definitely barbecue something up and see what's going on. Anyways, I've got to get out of here. I want to get out of here because I'm wasting time with my precious, my precious beautiful. Mm. Oh, okay, I'll stop doing that. But, yep, tomorrow, a couple local loads, get some local pay. I, uh, I'll take it. You know what I mean? You know, have the break, so now I need to make up for it. Okay, well, that's it. I'm going to go pound the wife's ass now. July 20th and 21. Did I even say that correctly? That felt totally wrong in so many ways, in so many ways. How did Saturday go? Well, I didn't want to wake up. I was fighting that alarm clock. But I barely, barely made it to the terminal at the time I was supposed to be there. Or my little baby local loads. Dropping it off in Aurora and picking one up and then coming back to the terminal. Basically running from like about 6 in the morning till noon. Although it really didn't work out that way. You know how these things go, right? You know how these things go. So I go to try to find my trailer. I search around. I cannot find the trailer. So finally, something just told me, go look Go look in the maintenance required section. Okay, well, we'll go. We'll go check out the maintenance required section. So, I go over there and check it out. And there it is. There's my trailer, sitting there waiting for me. And then I'm like, well, I wonder what's wrong with it. So I got on the driver lines. Like, well, I'll call the call the call the fleet manager. Maybe they got to know something. Give them a ring. No answer. I'm on hold for 20 minutes. Finally, when I get through to him, he's like, oh, just go ahead and uh, take the trailer, pick it up, and deliver it. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with it? He's like, I don't know. Call maintenance. Well, you think there'd be some connection. You know, the fleet manager should know if a trailer's been flagged for maintenance or there's something's going on with it, you know? They got to know that stuff. All right, let's let's go ahead, call maintenance, see what they say. Luckily, I was only on hold for about two minutes with them. And they, I asked them, well, do you know what's going on? They didn't even know what was going on. Then finally they're like, well, we're going to put you on hold. We're going to call the Gary Maintenance. Okay, all right, sounds good. So I listened to that wonderful music that I've been listening to for the almost last 30 fucking minutes. Finally he gets back on there and says, oh, receptacle is uh, not functioning on that trailer. Just go ahead, hook up to it, and bring it to the quick fix bay. Oh, okay, cool, sweet, good to know. However, I, I connect to the trailer, hook up to it, everything's working. Everything is perfectly fine. So I go over to the quick bay, and he says, Oh, those lights were working for you. And I go, Yeah. And he says, Well, the lady who brought it in here was complaining about the lights not working. Oh, well, they're working just fine. And he's looking at it going, yeah, looks like everything's cool. Everything's good here. All right, all right, well, now that I'm 
30 minutes behind, almost 40. Probably 40 and realistic because I, I, if I would have been able to pick it up, I would have made it to the customer. It, w it wasn't an appointment. It was just a set, kind of like ETA, be here at this time kind of a thing. Same thing for the, the pickup of the next load. It was just kind of the next load that I had to pick up was a drop and hook. So hopefully, you know, I always say hopefully, but it was. It was a drop and hook. Spoiler alert there. Of course, got to the customer. I wasn't even there about... 30 minutes? 30 minute unload? It was really... I love those quick unloads. That's the way they all should be, man. That's the way they all should be. Got unloaded. Got the hell out of there. Went and got my dropping hook. That went smoothly. Picked her up. Headed on back to Gary. And headed home for some beer and some barbecue. I barbecued some... Oh, yeah, that's right. On the, on the, on the night of the 19th... I barbecued some chicken, so they gave me chicken for that dinner and a little bit for lunch. And then for Saturday night, I barbecued some steaks. Uh, we had some sushi as a side and watermelon for our fruit. And a little bit of ice cream for dessert. It was a well good established meal, especially when you're drinking beer. Although I really didn't drink that much. I just kind of chilled and relaxed. And then got up on Sunday, the 21st. Um, wife went to work, so Dog and I just did our favorite thing. We lounged around on the air conditioning coast. Oh, it was, it's been hot since Friday. Horribly hot. Oh, my God. Finally, on Sunday. Got a break. Got a break. It rained. It cooled down to in the 70s. Oh, it was so nice. But it, it rained, so I just basically stayed in the house, played some Secret of Mana on the uh, my homemade Super NES Mini. Got a little gaming in. Still working on that game. I uh, made it past that third boss. I think his name was Spiky. Oh my god, that boss was not fun. He's an evil boss. For anybody who's ever played that game, you might know what I'm talking about. I had to level up all my characters up to 15. 15 in order to beat this guy. But I did it. I did it. That was my big achievement for the weekend. As I beat this boss, that was being a pain in my ass. But not really. But not really. So I had a good time. Good time. Good time. For Monday, heading out of Gary at about 3 a.m. Yeah, I'll just say 3 a.m. in the morning. So good, good start time. Good start time there. Very good. Okay, well, that's another exciting week. This week went beautifully. Like I said, that that rest and recharge really, really, really helped me. I am so glad that I did it. Okay, maybe now I'm waiting for Doc to come available. So, can't really tell you about actual today today until today has ended. Oh, yeah, that's really weird. You're getting a preview of next week's episode on Trucking Life of a Trucker Motherfucker This has been Anthony from Anthware and from this time and every time on folks keep on clicking on my butt fuck truck motherfucker Oh yeah You all have a good beautiful wonderful week Bye 
Wait, wait, what? What? I thought this episode was over. Yeah, I thought this episode was over. I ended it. But there's still something I forgot. Something I wanted to add to this episode. Probably going to delay its upload time. But over the weekend, we got to go see The Lion King. That's right. The 2019 edition of The Lion King. We went and saw it in IMAX 3D. And, oh boy. Oh boy. Let's start off by saying, as, as, as a basic movie, if you've never seen the original Lion King, it's, it's a good movie, okay? It's, it's a good movie. It's not the world's best movie. It's not an epic movie. It's just a good movie. And you're asking me, why? Why is it just a good movie? Okay, so, first of all, of course, they tried to make it look a little bit more realistic. Like real, real lions, real animals, all this stuff. However, because of that, the whole cast was a lacking expression when they spoke. It was just like moving mouths. It was really, really, really weird and kind of hard to wrap my head around. But I was surprised that it was pretty much shot for shot, exactly the same as the original, um, such as scene-wise, line-wise. Uh, they did change some of the jokes a little bit, especially with Tamun and Pumbaa. They definitely changed them a lot there. Tamun and Pumbaa, performance... Oh, just just as great as the original. However, everyone else, I'm glad they got the original, you know, got the voice for Mufasa back because nobody else, I believe, could have done his voice correctly. Nobody could have done it. However, the first big, big disappointment, point, disappointment of the movie. My favorite scene and song from The Lion King is Scar's Be Prepared scene and song. Yeah. So it gets to that part. I'm anticipating. I'm ready for it. I'm like, here comes my jam. And there's no song. It's just like sing talking. So yeah, sing talking. What the hell is this crap? I'm like, okay. All right. They butchered the best song and the best, you know, villain song. They, 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 they totally screwed it up. That... I believe they, 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 that when you take something out that's the best, and that's not the best thing they also actually completely removed from the from the, from the the movie. That was another like, oh my god, that's another one of those, that's the best part. Why would you remove that? What is wrong with you, Disney? Now, maybe they had an issue because there was a scene in the original where there was the Hitler march while Scar was singing the song. and but Still, they, they could at least just sang the song. The song was gone. That is what was sad. Of course, the movie uh, still, still, still sad. Still made me cry. You know, especially when I knew that scene was coming up. I started to cry before before it happened because, like, I know it's coming up. I know the scene that's coming up. Kind of weird. I haven't seen the movie since I was a kid. I believe. I should go. I want to. I want to see it again. But YouTube's got it for like. $15 right now, and all the other Disney movies are $3. Yeah, they got the Aladdin and uh, Lion King way overpriced on uh, YouTube movies right now. So 
wait it out. They'll they'll bring the price back down. They're just up there because you know it's a new movie and they want to make some extra money, man. You know, you know, yeah. You know why why pay as much to go to a movie to get a YouTube video? It's yeah. And I'm sure there's other interesting uh, uh, ways to get it. You know, at a kick-ass deal by the bay, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. Oh, okay, so, yeah, the sad part was there. Simba finally meets Timon and Pumbaa. And, of course, you know, the whole, can you feel... I mean, the songs were okay. Um, They just, like I said, it was lacking the charm of the original. And, and, and removing Be Prepared from the movie, it was just bad, bad move, bad move. And then there was another scene I was excited to look for that they removed and I believe was a bad, bad move because not only was this scene a key, it was a very, very key scene in the entire story. It was also a moral lesson. There was a lot to this scene and why they removed it is beyond me. Maybe they're worried about offending SJWs or something. I don't know. But it got to the part where Simba, as adult Simba, meets up with Rafiki, you know? And Rafiki, in this scene, originally, you know, smacks Simba over the head. He's like, ow, that hurts. He's like, yes, the past hurts. It doesn't matter. It's in the past. (laughs) And then he goes and tries to hit him again, and Simba dodges and says, see, you learn from it, you know? That entire scene was gone. Um, Basically, he meets Rafiki. He chases him down to the, the lake and then, of course, shows Simba the reflection in the lake. And then uh, Mufasa talks to him from the sky. And it was like the best scene, the main moral scene, the big part, a funny scene, too, at that, is gone. As again, this was the second time disappointment settled in because they changed. They didn't even change it. They just flat out removed it. And I, I don't know why. Don't know why. Don't know why. And then, of course, they change the part where Timon and Bumba become the decoy. And instead of doing the hula hoop uh, uh, hula hoop dance, yep, 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 for some bacon. You could be a big, 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 ooh, ooh. It was a funny. They instead did a, um, a callback or whatever you want to call it to... Beauty and the Beast be our guest. <sighs> and when they were when he was fighting Scar, um, remember when he throws Scar off of Pride Rock? You know, he kind of jumps and lunges at Simba, and Simba kicks him off back with his hind legs. No, in this one, uh, Scar just falls down. Yeah, just falls down. Ah. <sighs> Other than those really big things, the movie, like I said, it's good. Um, is it worth in the 3D? Um, 3D wasn't very, as again, it was kind of like a lot. Very, very light. Wasn't nothing super spectacular, so you could save your money there. Uh, but it was kind of cool. I mean, if they really wanted to do this movie right, they could have just re-released it in theaters. Because I never saw it in theaters as a kid. You know, I saw it on VHS. Uh, but it would have been cool just to see the original Lion King. Just put that back into theaters, you know? 
digitally enhance it, put some 3D in it, I'd go buy that and go watch it. That's probably what they should have done. So, two Disney movies seen this year, Aladdin and The Lion King. Which one was better, in my opinion? Aladdin. Aladdin was better than The Lion King. And The Lion King was always my favorite over Aladdin. Aladdin always being the second best there. <sighs> Didn't know it was going to end up that way, did you? So, yeah. Like I said, go see it. Go see it in regular definition. Don't need uh, 3D or anything, but like I said, it's just a good movie. That's it. It's good. But it uh, it lacked some removing the charm that was in the original. Really, really screwed with this one. Really, really made me a sad, sad Simba. Which, if you've ever seen Kimba, the White Lion, that's another thing. Go watch that. That's basically where where Simba and the Lion King, from understand, was all based off of. But it's a good series. It's a Japanese uh, cartoon, Japanese anime, but a different kind of style anime. It's 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 an older style, so it's not like. Uh, cute girls and skinny skirts and big boobs running around. It's about a lion named Kimba. Worth going to see. So there it is. There's my take. I just had to throw this in there because I forgot to mention it when I recorded my last segment for this episode. So I'm throwing it here as a bonus at the end. So now, now officially, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go out of here. I'm going to run away. Run. And never return.